Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Negative Modifier, JCell was deployed on their first operation under the guidance of Mrs. Pine to clean up after retired agent Clyde Bowman. J-Cell followed leads to a remote cabin where they encounter an unnatural entity. While the entity originally escaped, J-Cell managed to track the entity and salvage the operation with minimal exposure. The operation while almost a failure was deemed a success and while nothing overly of note was recovered, several files were recovered that suggested Clyde Bowman may have not been as retired as he initially seemed. All right, so it's been, we'll call it uh, a month or two. Yeah, we'll say two months since the last time you heard from Miss Pine. Um, the whole operation of kind of cleaning up after, Ky- after Clyde Bowman was considered a success. Um, you- you've passed your first kind of inaugural mission in Delta Green. It could have gone better, it could have gone worse, but you got the job done. That's the important part. So it comes as no surprise to you that you all kind of, again, in similar fashion to last time, receive some spam mail. This from a senior dating website all aimed directly specifically at you as a person like they know your name they have your address and it's advertising um all types of elderly women that are looking to meet you in your local area and more importantly it's advertising a mixer in baton rouge louisiana who wants to go first on how they handle this whole situation and get to baton rouge agent jumper you've just been insulted by having a message sent to you saying Elderly women are looking to meet you in your area. Come to Baton Rouge. Uh, what, what's your preparation for this? You recognize it as an obvious Delta Green kind of reach out. Uh, and this is your next not, mission. I'm like, really? Um, all right. So, yeah, um, I will. Uh, basically, the same procedure as last time, seeing as I'm all the way up in Boston. Um, I'll be flying in, um, taking my usual, um, you know, has press credentials, uh, my cover being that I'm going down there to s- cover a story. I will send out a mass email to everybody saying, hey, I'm on location. Uh, we'll be out of town for a few days down in Baton Rouge. Uh, I think there might be a scam going on down there, uh, scamming uh, old people out of their money using a... And... um. That's yeah. That that's my preparations, um, and I will again head out. Um, you know, everything's kind of above board. I don't really try to hide my movements, but I always give like a legitimate like. Here's some fake research on a story. Yeah, of the, of the agents, you definitely have the most kind of free reign of getting around and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you answered less. So basically, people. I just come up with like a folder of like pseudo research into a scam down. There. In case That'll... somebody asks, like, what are you looking for? 
Yeah, uh, that'll work. Agent Yoten, um, how how are you going to play this one off? Like, what you telling people? Uh, I'm going to give my original strategy another shot and see if I can find an excuse, a work related excuse, to actually travel there. Okay, um, it, it is Louisiana. It would make a certain amount of sense. It's Bayou Country. That's the Gulf kind of how you kind of measure it. Yeah. What's the story you're trying to weave? I guess in this instance, like what, what's your explanation? So the first thing I'm going to do is see if if I can get a um, a lead that I can argue I've got to go investigate. Um, can I do that with a roll? Uh, yeah, that'd be bureaucracy. I think to kind of look through potential case files, maybe some history to see if there's anything you could kind of play off of. Okay, let's give it a shot. You don't find anything, but again, it's Louisiana. Like it's. Lots of weird stuff happens out in the swamp, and again, like party city, like uh, there are reasons and a DEA agent might be going to Louisiana hypothetically. Like uh, at the same time, though, too, Mississippi's right there, a state with absolutely terrible health uh, coverage and stuff. So, kind of the hillbilly heroin phenomenon is probably running rampant there a little bit. Uh, again, the, not all DEA stuff is necessarily just illegal narcotics. Sometimes it's just legitimate drugs. Right, and there's a there is a DEA office in Baton Rouge, so I'm going to try to make up an excuse to. It, it, so my fa- my bureaucracy failure does that mean that um, you don't I, find anything necessarily? But like, uh, you could also just always take some more vacation time. You could. I, it kind of comes down to what way you're thinking about handling this. Like, it. Are you trying to last time official? I, last time I called in sick. Um, so this time I will, to just vary it, I will, I'll use vacation, I guess. Okay. Agent Shackle? Okay, last time I used vacation time to go to Milwaukee, and I don't have a ton of vacation time, so I was trying to think, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, why does that sound familiar? And I remembered, um, for guard training, I have regular, about every other year, I have to go through like a conference or some kind of um, continuing education. And I remember meeting uh, somebody from River Bend Station. It's a, it's a nuclear power plant in St. Francisville. Sure. Louisa. And I actually have a business card. I mean, just, you know, I just chatted, sat next to him during a conference. Maybe went out to a drink or something afterwards. But uh, the fact is, I have this business card thinking, what if I tell my boss, the director of operations at the plant, this guy reached out to me, says he's willing to give me a tour of the facility, see how they run their guard operations, see if I can get down there. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not paid, but maybe it's not time off. Kind of like a little, little favor or something like no, that. No, it sounds so, logical. He's kind of approaching you guys trying to like put together a packet to like further persuade your situation. Uh, I think I'm going to... Yeah, I'll I'll print out some information on yeah. the station. Give some business card. I'm not going to yeah, try. Yeah, to... you got the card. So give me a bureaucracy check at plus ten. There you go. Nice, very right. nice, very nice success. So yeah, you kind of assemble a pretty professional looking package of printouts and kind of some of the stuff they do down there. And you have the business card on top of it. And you present it to your boss, who's impressed by all this. Um, uh, David, this shows a rare amount of initiative for, well, a guard. Um, yeah, we have a little discretionary money to set a- set aside for these types of things. Um, would you like to know kind of what the competition's up to, I suppose? Uh, 
uh, yeah, do you, um, uh, we can definitely arrange this in the future. Uh, is this an urgent thing you're hoping to get done immediately? Uh, well, it was within the next next week or so, sir. I'd, I'd prefer to take um, Thursday off, Thursday and Friday off to, to do this next week. Well, that's a little short notice, but I guess we could move some things around. Give me a persuade at plus 20 because you have this nice little official document put together. <laughs> you don't quite. So, yeah, it, they kind of like through your insistence, like it seems a little bit weird to him that you're this insistent. That needs to be ASAP, but like he kind of bends and sways and goes, okay, yeah, uh, sure. fine, yeah, I, I, we, we'll pull some strings, we'll make some people work some overtime, whatever. I, I guess more, it's like people will remember this is a little bit strange, I guess, but at the same time, like, you, you know, this guy, it makes sense that maybe it's a little bit urgent. All right, cool, so you're, in, so you're good. Agent Jetlag. Uh, yeah, I don't think this one's going to be. Too hard for me. So I checked the EPA regional district, and Mississippi is in the same one as Florida, where I'm usually working. So it's all within the same region, meaning it's all under the same EPA regional office purview, meaning my purview. Sure. So I would just kind of make the call that I got to go to Mississippi to look at something. I probably don't even need an excuse because it's Mississippi, and the EPA probably has lots of stuff to do in Mississippi. So with that in mind, are you opening up an official case file or just kind of checking things out, I guess. Like, how official are you being about this investigation? Um, I'm not going to be super official unless they need me to be. Well, that's up to you, I guess. Like, on one hand, it would make sense you'd be investigating this as an open file. There's nothing kind of weird about it, but at the same time, Delta Green doesn't want you having a lot of paperwork showing you were in the area. So it really comes down to kind of your choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it open. I'm not going to Say anything. All right. I'm going to get persuade then. So okay. you kind of approach your boss at work. Um, so you're going out in the field, huh? Yeah, there's a, a chemical spill over in the Gulf area by Mississippi. Fair, fair. Yeah, there's always something going on down there. Um, I, is it part of an ongoing investigation of any kind? Like, are, are anyone else already assigned to this? We should just have a look into this. Uh, we don't have an ongoing investigation right now. You know, I forgot, I'm supposed to be a Southern guy. Well, you know, we've got these, uh, it's a state jurisdiction right now is kind of taking care of it, but we've just been asked to come in and consult if needed. So I'm just going to go take a look, see if there's anything there. It's a pretty small spill, so I don't think there's going to be a whole lot for us to do. Yeah, I don't remember seeing any paperwork about this. It can be a persuade. <laughs> Failure? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't see any paperwork about this. Um, you, you sure it's you sure got the right locations? All kinds of stuff happening these days. Uh, I may have missed it, but I, you, you sure about this one? Yeah, I can at least pull up the news article and show you what they're talking about, even if we missed the official memo. Do you have a news article about this? Sure. Like an uh, actual one? Put it in the chat. No, no, I, I, I believe if there's actually one out there, like, that's a, like, is there a thing you could actually point to being like, hey, there's a thing going on right now? Yeah. Fair enough. And give me a bureaucracy uh, check on plus, with plus 20 on that one. A, which check? Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Hmm. Oh. Remember, read off your, remember, read off your scores when you get them, so they're in the recording. Yeah, so critical, right. nice. Yeah, so, so yeah, he's, 
he's amazed he missed this. Like, oh, holy shit. Like, I, yeah, no, we should definitely have someone down there. Good, good, good catch. Uh, you maybe even just scored some brownie points and your boss could kind of cover his ass for him a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, after these hurricanes, there's always a lot of issues. So now's the time to go check it out. Very good, very good. Um, yeah, just report it every once in a while. Uh, report your findings. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes, uh, good. All right. Yeah, the guy's almost flabbergasted. He kind of missed it that hard. Like, it's... Yeah, a good call on that one. All right, so you get on the plane, or you, you get to, yep, you arrive at the airport, there's been some plane tickets arranged for you, you have check-in, do the normal thing, and you fly. Oh, let me be Is everyone flying to Louisiana? I'm going to drive. I will be fine. All right. Anyone that's would... flying bring any specially weird equipment with them? Uh, I mean, I'm going to bring my... Um... Both of my pistols and my shotgun again. I won't try to get the carbine on a plane. All right. I, I will try to get the carbine on a plane. Um, but I do get to travel with my sort of credentials this time. Yeah. No, definitely. Makes all the sense in the world. So, yeah, you arrive in muggy, late winter Louisiana. A little bit gross outside. Uh, there, there's mosquitoes. Um, you all kind of, you guys doing rental cars? You've been given an address to kind of meet up at in Baton Rouge. It's um, just kind of a rental office, as best you can tell. You doing rental cars? You can kind of take a cab. What's your plan for getting there? So are we arriving together? Not arriving together. That's so. up to you. Like it would totally make sense to try and spend some time trying to find each other at the airport. You have a guess that probably the rest of you are coming in as part of this, but. This is less kind of formal than the previous operation was. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't jump to the conclusion that I would just run into these people or that I mean, if this is our second operation, I don't think that I would just expect to see the same crew again necessarily. Unless sure. they, cause I don't know if they set that expectation or not, if they did correct me. But um, uh, not really. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a fair point to make. I, and I initially was going to say take a cab, but. I think in my, uh, it makes more sense for me to rent because I don't want somebody knowing. I don't want an extra person knowing where I'm going. So well, I'm sure, rent. The, the address you have is just a generic kind of rental office park thing. Like it's not nothing really suspicious about that. People do that all the time. I'm still going to rent a vehicle. Sure, makes sense. You do an SUV or kind of cheap sedan. I would go cheap. All right. Who else? I know someone drove down here in theory, so. Yeah, I drove. I can pick somebody up if they need yep. it. You have no way of contacting each other necessarily. You didn't exactly exchange numbers at the last thing. That's a thing you could do now if you so wished. Uh, but yeah, so you drove, so you have all your gear with you. Um, Jackal, Jackal, will jump a, doing? Jackal will get a cheap sedan rental car as well. All right. Uh, Agent Jumper will grab a cab, but I will be paying cash. No credit card transactions. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah, so you uh, you all kind of separately, but kind of around, uh, slowly but surely trickle into this very, again, very generic-looking building. It's If you've not been told there was a building here, you may have driven by this a hundred times, not knowing it was there. It's a super... Super normal kind of industrial park. Um, lots of 
beige buildings. It's Louisiana, so that's even more generic because it's it looks like it was always meant to be temporary, and now it's become permanent just by people trying to knock it down. Um, there's like nine cars parked in the parking lot. Uh, you go inside the building number you were given, and once again, it's Miss Pine sitting in a conference room waiting for you. Agents, welcome to Louisiana. Good to see you again, ma'am. Likewise, I suppose. Obviously, our situations being better, we wouldn't have to have these types of meetings. But yes, welcome to Louisiana. Was everyone's uh, flight pleasant? Just fine. Excellent. So we've had some time to go through Clyde's um, effects that you kind of rounded up for us in your last operation. And while much of it was kind of the slowly drifting into dementia ravings of an old man, we, based on your kind of noting of the Thule stuff that you found, we have found a potential location organization of interest located down here in Louisiana. They're located about a half hour to an hour's drive from here in Baton Rouge. In a town called Livonia? Livonia? I'm not quite sure you pronounce it. The name pronunciations are kind of strange down here. They're referred to as the Temonois de Crocodile. I'm sure I'm butchering that wrong. It's also a very bizarre kind of Google Translate approach to Cajun speak. It roughly translates to the Witness of the Alligator, or TDC. They seem to be kind of a, we'll call it, alt-right group operating out of down here. Small one, but the iconography they're using is troubling and links back to some previous organizations that the organization has had some dealings with, hence why they got flagged out of all the other possible ones that Clyde kind of dug up. We can't confirm anything necessarily is going, something there is worth even investigating, but we do need you to go check it out. Um, is this all your first time in Louisiana? I have to say it is, yes. Yeah. Same. Not mine, I've been here before. Very good. Um, so you have a tour guide, that means. How familiar are you with unincorporated territory? Not very. So the basic crash course is when a area, town, city dips below a certain population mark and kind of governmental structure... It becomes unincorporated territory, and that brings with it a variety of both challenges and freedoms to a local populace. Large portions of Louisiana, even relatively close to major townships like here in Baton Rouge, have slipped into this instance. Livonia is on the teetering edge of that. Uh, so be prepared to ask to be prepared to be treated as outsiders in this situation. The town has a total population of just under 1,500 people. So we'll likely stand out. Most likely, yes. And I'm not sure what you know of Southern hospitality, but... Well, the folks down here don't always take kind to outsider types. And kind of gestures, at least two of you are federal agents, after all. (laughs) Are they going to beat us to gators? Quite possibly, but also that's a thing that just happens down here if you go the wrong way down a street. You've never been to Louisiana before, have you? No. There are entire towns that manage to sustain themselves by finding people based on public drunkenness and other law violations. It's quite sad in many ways. Sorry, did you say we're going to get eaten by an alligator if we drive down the wrong street? 
I mean, it's possible. Have you seen the roads out there? They kind of end with some frequency. Speaking of which, um, what type of transportation have you secured for yourselves? I just took a cab here. I got that little Toyota. I got a Honda. Might I recommend exchanging it for something with a lift kit, a winch, and four-wheel drive? There are rental companies down here that specialize in, won't quite call it off-roading equipment, but more rugged forms of transportation. No need to go running a fan boat just yet, but I suspect you'll be finding yourselves on numbered dirt roads very quickly. Uh, from a tabletop perspective, this is the real thing about Louisiana. They have highways that are just straight-up dirt roads. Like they, 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 they aren't paved in large chunks of the state. And like as ridiculous as lift kits are, they're kind of mandatory in certain spots where it's like, yeah, there's a pothole there. Why? Because nine people drive down this road once a week and it just kind of got there over time kind of situations happen. What did you drive here in jet lag? Uh, SUV. Probably not good enough for long-term off-roading. Well, I managed to get here on company money, so I'd rather not exchange. I'd rather not get a second rental car. If you'd like, you can leave your cars here. We'll keep an eye on them so they don't go missing and you can get your deposits back. We can also return them for you if you wish. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and return mine? Um, so, can you, what, you want us to go to U-Haul? Like, what's going on here? Oh, no, I, I'd recommend um, the company we flagged as being especially notorious in these circles is um, Crazy Jimmy's Souped Up Rides Rentals. Sounds legitimate. Crazy Jimmy is a character, to say the least. Does he already have a case file, or we're going to have to open one up on him? He's just a civilian. He just rents trucks. Just sounds like the kind that uh, we might want to look into, you know. A little bit of a joke there. This is no no joking matter, Agent Yoten. What we do here is very serious, as I'm sure you learned on your previous outing. That's true. I don't know what you're talking about, ma'am. You have a lovely sense. Miss Pine just kind of sneers at that, like, okay, whatever. Uh, Any more questions, gentlemen and lady? Let's go gator hunting. Before you depart, we have managed to flag one person of interest in the TDC. uh, A Joseph Big Joe Haskin. As best we can tell, he's the ringleader, front man. We're not quite sure how the organization operates. We're expecting maybe 30 people tops, but he seems to be at least be the public representative of Timois del Crocodilia. Crocodrill? However you pronounce it, it's truly garbage. You said there are crocodiles. Sorry, what was that? The witness of the alligator. There we go. There aren't crocodiles in Louisiana. This is Big Joe. Uh, that's that seems to be his layman's name. Yes, uh, Joseph Big Joe Haskin. All right, where do we find him? Uh, that'll be part of your operation. Uh, as best we can tell, the uh, TDC seems to operate at least near out of Livonia. I'd recommend starting there. Beyond that, we've not been able to track much down. Um, All signs point to them having some type of compound or something that might be worth investigating as part of this, but 
Uh, again, this is your uh, this this is your operation agents. Do it as you wish. If you can establish that there is nothing indeed dangerous about TDC and that they're just a bunch of redneck yahoos out in the woods playing white supremacist, while that's tragic and a problem in its own way, we don't deal with that type of thing here at the organization. That's for other federal agencies to deal with. We're only concerned with the unnatural, as I'm sure you now understand based on your previous excursion. Yes, that's been very clear. Good, good. Any other questions? Uh, not for me. Nothing for me. Alright. So you guys going to Big Jimmy's truck rental? Going to Big Jimmy's. Alright. How do you get there? Do you take one of the rental cars? Do you take a cab over? What's the plan? I think we could all squeeze into a cab. Alright. Alright, so you get there. It's about like a 15-minute drive. You're a little bit outside of town at this point, and this place lives up to its name. Um, it's gaudy as all hell, and the kind of entrance to the rental yard is two alligators headbutting into an arch as kind of two junked-out cars ride up their backs. It's absolutely gaudy and kind of ridiculous and kind of like a Disneyland acid nightmare as a result of it. And outside of the front is a guy in kind of jorts and an open Hawaiian shirt that's just like, well, how day, you fellas and ladies looking to rent a truck? We are. Well, I got trucks if you're looking for one. Where are you going with this here truck? Let me make sure I can get you the right wheels and suspension and winch kit and other accoutrement for your journey. We're, uh, gonna camp and fish. Camp and fish? What you, ca- what you fishing for? Where are you camping? Um, well, uh, we're headed up to Livonia between Livonia and Parlange. Livonia, beautiful country out there. Just a half hour's drive or so outside of town. It's real rural, real quick. You sure you, uh, city folk prepared for that type of rural excursion? We were insured that you would have the right vehicle for this excursion. Oh, if there's a vehicle for anywhere in the great state of Louisiana, I do indeed have it. The question is, are you prepared to rough it in the woods, so to speak? Uh, we got our guide here. I motioned a jet lag. A fellow localman? I'm from Florida, but I've spent quite a bit of time out near Baton Rouge. Well, I, I suppose compared to these city folk, that's close enough. You do indeed come from a panhandle state of sorts. Not the right panhandle, I suppose, but we are, I guess, the boot, not the panhandle, so well enough. What can I help you, gentlemen and lady, with? Are you looking for four wheels? Are you looking for three wheels? Are you looking for two wheels? Are you looking for a fan boat of some kind? What you need? What you want? Why would we want three wheels? Some folk like them fancy trikes. I got a couple of them because people kept asking. They don't real they don't real move that much. Okay. Uh, four, four wheels will do. Yeah, four wheel drive. Uh, are you like, anticipating a rougher terrain, or are you gonna stick mostly to highway? Uh, my understanding is that around here, it's not much different. You've been well informed. You've been well informed. Uh, kind of leads you to the back, and there's two options. There is. Kind of this ridiculous, like, zebra print pattern paint job on this. It's just like, it's not quite a monster truck, but it's definitely 
to a layman, a monster truck style car. It's big wheels lifted off the ground. It used to be kind of some Toyota truck of some kind. And next to it's a much smaller kind of SUV-ish vehicle on a lift kit. Again, it's lifted. It's definitely been modified, but it's nowhere near as ridiculous looking. Now, do you want the monster or do you want the more practical vehicle? I'd recommend the monster. You won't be traveling style down here. Uh, practical, please. Uh, more practical one as well. Are you sure the monster makes a hell of a statement when it enters the scene? Ain't gonna lose this anywhere in the swampy. It's not gonna blend in. Nothing around here. Zebra strap. Yeah, well, we're trying to get away for a little bit. That's why we're doing this little camping trip. We don't really want people to notice us. We just want to enjoy ourselves, have some private time, drink some beer, catch some fish. I understand. I understand. Now, will that um be cash or plastic? And what name should I be putting here down on the form? Well, I mean, we can uh, probably cover it in cash. Uh, might make the most sense for our guide, since he'll be driving it, to put a name down. Well, since you're already paying in cash, um, for a small fee more, I can lose this paperwork, if you will. Um, we can call it a moot point, if you will, if you're looking to travel inconspicuous-like. That would be mighty kind of you. It is a surface I do offer here. Um, where did you say y'all were going off to again? Give me a persuade check on this one to kind of be forgettable. I'm going to make Agent Jetlag do it because he's been kind of singled out as your leader because he's the trail guide, for lack of a better phrase. 5% out of 50 success. Nice! Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. You told me already. I'm sure I'll remember it eventually. Now, for that small nominal fee, kind of, you exchange some cash, you kind of write some stuff down. Just don't wreck it. We'll be mighty, fi- mighty fine. You know when you'll be coming back with it out of curiosity? I think no more than two days. Two days sounds lovely. If it's going to be a little bit longer, not n- don't sweat too much. Just don't lose it. Just don't wreck it. We'll settle up as necessary afterwards. Will that be all? Can I offer you a map, uh, some fine gator skin jerky, or some swamp cooler water? Uh, does the truck have a winch on it? Indeed it does. All of my trucks of this size and larger have winches for those uh, truly dastardly types of situations one might find themselves out in the swamp. I'll take a map. Can you tell me where I could buy some of those, like, waiter things? Like, the, the overall, coverall, like, looking britches. You talking frog pants? Yeah. Well, any good store down here that sells sporting equipment of any kind will probably sell it, but, uh, yeah, there's a place down the road that you, I suppose, you can get uh, stocked up and wet equipment need be, little lady? Will that be all? One map, one set of directions to a store, anything else? Uh, how much for one of them leather jackets? Uh, I do not sell the jackets, I sell gator jerky, though, if that's what you were... Gator jerky, to. that's what I meant, I want the gator jerky. Five dollars a pound of gator jerky, it's fresh, oh. I make it myself. We'll take one pound. Excellent. You know how much a pound of gator jerky would be? A pound? <laughs> It's a lot of visually. That, that, that's like a that's like a small dictionary worth of jerky. You can't yeah. pass the five dollars then. I, it's a hell of a deal. He makes it himself for a reason. Oh yeah, so you get your provisions. You have to get pointed out the right direction. You got your truck. Um, 
it's not as ridiculous as it could be, but initially you kind of feel absolutely silly in this thing. You're riding kind of higher off the ground than probably. Do we have to make a climb check to get into it? I will not do that to you. That's just like a thing Delta would require, but I suppose it's set up enough that you can kind of get into it relatively easily. All right, so um, Agent Jumper mentioned she wanted to do some shopping, though. Anyone else kind of trying to look up stock up on stuff for you to get out of town, or what's the plan? Um, I guess it's a, a good idea for us to head to a sporting equipment store. We are fishing. I put in air quotes. I don't think he's going to really uh, pursue that too much. But, um, no, but it could be our cover for uh, meeting the TTC that we got lost while out fishing. They're going to wonder why we're in their area. And if we don't look the part, well, right now, you, you two look like agents and he looks like a commando. I assume you travel a little more incognito than that, but if that's a new dress dress on a normal basis, that's a whole other separate topic. <laughs> well, I kind of agree with Jumper. I want to get some, uh, I want to get an LSU Tiger shirt, maybe a camel hat. That should be pretty good for me. I already got my jeans on. That'll be local enough to at least not draw too much suspicion. Jumper, you've taken my plain old excuse and made it into an excellent plan. Let's get some poles, some tackle. Let's let's do this. I like your frog pants idea. Ooh, do you use a crossbow to hunt gator? Probably not. You can. I'm sure they use dynamite around here. <laughs> do you think they'll sell dynamite? Maybe yeah, probably. Will. No, I think they. I, I I don't know. They might fish with dynamite down here. Uh that that's more like a construction store type of thing, hypothetically. Yeah, jet lag would let us know if that's uh, above board. But, uh, yeah, I think I think some uh, some fishing poles, some tackle should do it. You will well. not be dynamiting my rivers and my lakes. Thank you very much. Good I deal. had no intention of it. Alright, so we head to the sporting goods store? Do you? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Vroom, vroom. Alright. So what do you buy in there? Just kind of stuff you just talked about or anything else? I mean, everything to, like, fix the cover. Like, and I'm going to be ridiculous. I'm going to be playing the part of the city slicker, doesn't know a thing about fishing. We'll be buying, like, stupid, like, mosquito nets, hat. Um, I'm just going to play up what I really am to play up the part. So I just okay. buy tons of, like, useless junk that they probably sell to city slickers who are coming down here to fish. I'm going to get a good pair of waterproof boots. Uh, one of those vests with the ton, khaki vests with a ton of pockets. Okay. And then, like, a hat with a little flat brim that goes all the way around. Oh, I definitely do want one of those frog suits. <laughs> I'm gonna skip the yeah. frog suit. Accidentally, a hat that has a mosquito net that hangs around it, and a pair of frog frog pants or uh, fishing waders. All right, y'all, you're you're just gonna embarrass yourselves. This is terrible. You're gonna <laughs> definitely know you are not from anywhere near here. Not from anywhere near here. 
It's a good cover. I'll give him that. Give her All that. Right. Well, so I guess kind of with that in mind, um, are you going to get fishing permits? Assuming it's like most states where you just walk up to the counter and give them 15 bucks? Pretty much, yeah. These, these are pretty cheap. A uh, basic fishing permit if you're a resident is 950 If you're a non-resident, is 60 bucks. Ooh, what's it cost to hunt gator? Less. Alright, I want a permit for hunting gator and well, so let, let me rephrase. If you're a resident it costs twenty five bucks. If you're out of if you're a non resident it's hundred and fifty bucks. Oh. I'm from here. Wink wink. You'd probably have to show like a government issued ID to prove that. Damn it. Alright. I will not get crossbow and a hunting license. And I'll just get a fishing permit and a fishing pole. Well, so I, I guess like, do you want the actual rules on what you can hunt gators with? Because I have them in front of me right now. <laughs> I don't think we should go in there saying we're going to. I mean, as long gators. as you have them, as long as you have them, let's hear them. Uh, bow and arrow can be used to dispatch alligators while on hook and line. See fishing method above. Or to capture alligators, barbed arrows must be used to capture alligators. A minimum of 300-pound uh, test line must be securely attached to the head of the arrow in, in a, such a manner to prevent separation from the arrow head. The other end of the line must be attached to a stationary or floating object capable of maintaining the, uh, maintaining the line above water when an alligator is attached. Bow and arrow may, be, may not be used yeah, by permitting if hunting on WMAs or public lakes. Mm. More or less the same rules for firearms, except you can't use shotguns. I think you have a shotgun. I do, but if we're not hunting, I can claim that it's for self-defense, I guess. From the gators. It's it's also Louisiana, like... Yeah. Not to speak disparagingly of Louisiana, but they have a very different view on guns than lots of other states do. Yeah, there are parts of the country that's more conspicuous not to have a shotgun. Yeah. Well, so you getting fishing permits at least, or yeah, no? regular regular fishing permits. Yeah. All right. So that will require, in theory, your real names and identification, like that. That will put you into a database of people that have registered for these permits. Are you okay with that? No. I am. Okay. Um. Hey, uh, jet lag. Yes, sir. Were we to get stopped? What's the uh? Likelihood you'd be able to uh, flash your EPA credentials and talk us out of it? I think I would have a pretty good shot. It's pretty easy to say we're doing a research project here on whatever river or lake we happen to be on at the time. Well, so and again, that will cover you, but how are you going to explain the civilian and security guard and DEA agent? Interns. Okay. Summer interns. Okay. Okay. I mean, as a member of the DEA, I can probably, I think, convince people that uh, I have a reason to be out in the bayou, maybe. Okay. Doesn't seem like so much of a stretch. Not sure about the other two. I think I'd be more comfortable playing the role of intern than trying to convince somebody why I'm out here. Midlife crisis. Looking for a career change. Fair enough. (laughs) 
I'm not saying unless I need these covers, I'm just saying that like these are things to think about. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Thanks. So Agent Jump, are you still getting uh, an official fishing permit? Yes. All right, cool. Anyone else or just her? Uh, you better not. Like I, with the exception of Agent Yoten, all of you do have like official reasons to be down here. Like it could totally make sense that you're like, oh, I got an afternoon, I'll go fishing, and yeah, the switching permit's not that expensive. Like again, I'm only asking the questions to plant this idea of the seed in your head, kind of thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Like arguably, it establishes why you're here in Louisiana. You're fishing. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm here on vacation in yeah. theory, so I guess I can get one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll get one. All right, so everyone's getting one. I don't. I'm not going to get one. All right. Jet lag doesn't need one. Is it actually sixty bucks? Yeah. It's ten bucks if you're local, though. Ah, okay. I was going to say that seems extremely high for a fishing permit. <laughs> Most of these things are, as you probably know from buying these, are kind of weighted in the local favor versus the here from out of state. Let's charge you a little bit of money for it. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, that, none, none of that kind of is overly expensive. It doesn't kind of trigger any expenditure stuff. So cool. Um, so yeah, we'll say it's kind of like early afternoon at this point. What's the plan? You guys gonna head out? You gonna maybe set up a base of operations? You're only like a half hour to an hour away from where you're trying to get to. So it, there's an argument to be made that it would make sense to kind of like you could in theory accept camp and then drive there. What's the play? You have no time frame on this one again. Like uh, Mrs. Pine has not said, "Hey, you have X number of days to get this done." It's just a investigate it this. Might be, it might be good to find like a cheap hotel nearby them, um, and we could set up there. Also, and I will say, the farther you have Baton Rouge, the deeper you will get into unincorporated territory, and the less chance you'll have to find anything. It's not totally desolate in this neck of the woods, but there's yeah, not I a lot of wanna, stuff. Like, Skirt that we get edge. Tent? Like I want to get onto the edge of like, like basically the furthest out we can get that we can get like a cheap hotel. Um, I mean, do, if we're camping and fishing as the cover, do we get tents and sleeping bags? We'd have food, unless we are trying to stay at a here. Um, I'll get out my handy dandy smartphone and see if I can find a motel anywhere near Livonia. Okay. There's a value in of Livonia. Oh, you actually looked it up. Go. This is a real location. Livonia is a real place. Valued in. Dreyfus House B and B. I don't think we want a B and B. No value in it is. Yeah, less questions. Um, in my experience B and B's like they ask a lot of questions. They want to get to know you. They want to be friendly. Ugh. No. We don't want that. Jet lag. You go with the value in? Wherever. That works for me. All right. All right. Yeah, we drive from the... As your base camps, you go there, you kind of run a room, um, you're paying in cash, you're paying in credit card. That's a good question. Are we just getting one room? No, no. Three men and a lady staying in one room? That's my Yeah, I'll be grabbing my own room. (laughs) Especially since it's probably double bedrooms, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll say it is. But that also implies that one of the like two of the three guys are bunking together, which I have no ask problem for, with, except for a comfort standpoint. As for a pullout, 
I'll take the pullout. All right. So we uh, are we at the value in in Livonia? Yes. Yeah. Did you want us to role play the desk encounter, or we just go? Yeah, you, I, I got my point across with the three men and a lady stayed in a room. No, nah, I'm not gonna <laughs> make okay. that into much so, more than it needs to be. So we get two rooms. Yep, I'll get my own Sounds room. Like I think it. I can afford a dumpy motel for one night. What is it like, fifty bucks or something? Yeah, it's that's a good point. Probably doesn't cost much. All no, right. it's, this is not a wealthy area. Jackal, you uh, want to go split these? Yeah, let's go have an F. All right. So what are we doing? Just dropping gear here? Or... Well, okay. Um, jet lag, jumper, you two get set up in your rooms. Uh, meet us in our room. We'll make that uh, base operations, I guess. Got my stuff off in my room. Make sure there's no bed bugs, and then go over to. Yeah, I guess to kind of, to put the town of Livonia in perspective for you, it's um, the per capita income for the town is about sixteen thousand dollars. Like a total income, a total median income for a home is about thirty-seven thousand dollars for an entire household. All right, so we're set up and meeting in the room that's being shared by Jackal and Yoten. Sounds like it. All right. Um, so we know that we're looking for this group. Um, they might have a compound, we are told. Not a lot to go off of here. Are we just going to drive around or go someplace and start talking, poking our noses? Other people's business? Uh, we don't have a lot to go off of. Um, and Jack, I believe you had a point. Are we just going to go someplace and start asking around or what? You're right. We don't have a lot to go off of. I'll remind you, very small town. Like, again, do you, do you want some more Livonia th- facts, I guess? Like, I got, them, I got them lined up for you if you might want some context for the <laughs> town you're dealing with. Like the town is 1.8 square miles, and everyone in the town lives inside of that 1.8 square miles. Like there are roughly 500 households total in the entire town. So we could we could scope out the place in a day. I mean, if there's a compound here, we'll, we'll probably find it. Do we think the compound is in the city limits? Because I would guess if I'm going to build a compound, I'm not going to build it in. Yeah, I would say the DEA agent and also the um, EPA agent would know that like, if you were going to do something like that, you wouldn't necessarily do it in town. It would be near town. Also, I'd point out that Miss Pine said this is just what they managed to track the organization to. Probably more plausible for a group of fishers to get lost uh, outside of town than in town as well. Maybe if we find a member, we could track them back to the compound, too. What do we think a member of this organization would look like? Well, somebody who would look like a big Joe. All right, we got him. Well, there is a Tasty Cream Donuts up the street. (laughs) Uh, That's right across from the high school. I don't know that a cult leader would hang out there. If I was a cult leader, I'd hang outside of high school all the time. (laughs) 
Agent Yotan, at the DEA, do you have any access to census records or DMV kind of things, or we can maybe get an address for this big Joe Haskin? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Maybe we could start there. All right, can we presume that I took my work computer with me? Yeah, and you could also probably get access to it. Yeah, that that seems like a relatively acceptable kind of thing you have done, hypothetically. Okay, so I log into my work computer um, and uh, search whatever databases I might have access to. Yeah, so give me a search check on that one. Okay. 39 out of 72 success. Yeah, so you, you are successful, but you also kind of get reminded that the census data for places like Louisiana is not as useful as it is other places. Like, it, it, it gives you the rough population. It does really kind of confirm that this town is indeed small, but you can't get exact names from consensus data, really. Or it's not, that's not how census data works, really. Like, it, it gives you a sense. It tells you a couple things about the area, though, that you might be interested in. Like, uh, the town population roughly breaks down to 91% white, 8.5% African-American, 0.15% Asian, and 0.3% everything else. So it very white town. The town has grown some, like from two uh, from like also to put the perspective of the town in perspective. From 2010 to now, the population has gone down. Like from 2000 to now, it went up a hundred people and then dropped a hundred people. Basically, so the town is kind of in slight decline. Is maybe a way of thinking of it. It's not a high population density. Um, there are a couple kind of based on just kind of searching on the internet some you do find some rough points of interest though that might be worth kind of noting uh you already mentioned the high school uh but the high school is uh where is that information yes yeah, so the high school is the uh the, uh, the high school is livonia high school it's mascots the wildcats it's a green and gold color scheme it's the high school for the local area it's a far-reaching one for all the unincorporated territory around that area kind of based on a couple other kind of quick googling you also found that there's the livonia police department there's also a kind of relatively famous general store that's based on like a couple searches you did on like travel advisory sites, and there's also a town hall slash post office slash gas station. Town yeah. hall slash oh, post yeah. office. <laughs> so we're also near a wildlife refuge, it looks like. It might be a decent place to hide a, a compound, I don't know. Are you looking at an actual map? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Livonia actually exists again. Like, this is a real location. Okay. Not far from Atchafalaya National Wildlife Refuge. Atchafalaya River. That does, that takes us from further from Baton Rouge, but closer to Lafayette, although I'm not sure how far. Let's see here. Hmm. What about like a phone book or something? Go back to analog. That only has a number in it, though. Well, there's probably one in a drawer. This is a religious organization. Do they have a re- uh, Do they have a website? I googled to see if uh, they have a website. Um, not that you can find. Again, Mrs. Pine mentioned it's a very small organization, if such a thing even exists. Like it's. 
they only know back to the Flyers that um, Clyde managed to dig up that he kind of put into circulation on this. I, I will say that kind of is part of the parish, whatever the right phrasing for it is, that Livonia is part of. You only have new roads as a city. Livonia and Ferdochi, or I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering that wrong, as towns. You have a village named Morganzi, a um, census-designated place called Ventris, and then 50 areas deemed unincorporated territory mm. in the kind of surrounding area. There's also a place called Not Your Mama's Cafe and Tavern. Yep. Huh. Actually, that might be a good place to gather some information. Might be. I well, mean, we can go check. We gotta get dinner yeah, anyway, don't we? We'll get a drink. Maybe we'll um, for it. bump into Big Joe in the pool hall. Or, you know, we might hear overhear some people talking about some crazy cult that's set up on the side of town that caused trouble. Or we might not, and that's actually an indication that uh, they might be integrated into them. So this is kind of dicked up. Uh, to get to the... <laughs> to get to Not Your Mama's Cafe, we have to get onto 191, drive west, which is the opposite direction for about the same distance, and then get on to 976, take it to 81, get back on... <laughs> Remember when I said the roads in here are real dumb? Are you sure there's not a backway? Like, a gatorway? I don't know. Don't think I get We can't get across that highway, so we have to to drive five minutes out of our way up to Wiley United Methodist Church, hang a left, take that down to pass another church, Sunlight Baptist Church, to 81, take 81 back, we cross the Union Pacific Railroad twice. Uh, eventually, uh, oh, and uh, LARV. Uh, eventually, we get back on. We catch seventy-seven. We get back on to one ninety. You know, it looks not very far <laughs> you know, from, well, from where we are currently. We and uh, out as we go, head east. Uh, head east on that. So it's just it's 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 comical driving kind of a big dipper sort of thing. All right. Um, I'm ready to go. All right. So go not your mama's. Not your yeah. mama's cafe. All right. And tavern. Maybe we can ask, what do you guys think about asking around to see where the safe places are and the dangerous places are to fish for the weekend? Mm-hmm. I like that. Give people those loaded questions and get them talking maybe. So what you doing first, I guess? That's my question. Walking in. Four seats at the bar. Is there a round table? Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to ask around town. So you're going to not your mama's. My bad. Okay, so everyone's going there? Yeah. We're going to not your mama. All right, so you pull up to a kind of... It's a brick building. It's Maybe it's faux brick. You're not quite sure, but it's... it's, It appears to be almost a family-style restaurant. Like, it's not rough and tumble inside. It's very kind of... Louisiana kitsch. I'm not going to say it caters to the tourists, because I'm not sure how many tourists get all the way out here, but it's about what you'd expect from this type of situation. It's not quite of like down south as you might expect it to be, but it's it's, it's a restaurant. It looks kind of hip. Oh, I was expecting like sawdust on the floor and a spit in between or something. 
Yeah, I just made that a website that worked. Should we find find a place a little more rough around the edges, or is this okay? Well, I'm looking for dinner, so this is good by me. Yeah, let's just eat some dinner. Maybe we can talk nice and friendly to our waiter or waitress. You know, they're probably local. Hopefully. We We should eat at the bar. That's where we're going to get the most. That's where we're going to get the most, uh, you know, talk time. Unless, unless we sit in the booth and a couple of us go linger at the bar. Either way, we should talk to the bartender. Sounds good. What do you guys think? Sit at the bar. All right, so you're not there long before a bartender comes up to you. Again, it's it's kind of like, we'll call it like early, late afternoon at this point kind of thing. Like it's not quite evening, but it's still... A little bit early to be at the bar, hypothetically. Um, you get served pretty quickly. What brings y'all to this part of town? Where are y'all from? What can I get y'all? Oh, we're from all over. Um, we're uh, in town. Uh, hoping to get some fishing done, actually. Um, I am famished. What would you recommend? It's all good, but is this your first time in Louisiana? Mine, yes. Well, I recommend anything Cajun off the menu, then. All right, I'll take a look here. And if you're looking for fish, we're not that far away from the Mississippi River, although there's been some, yeah, some stuff going on with that lately. Some stuff, you say? It's never been a clean river, but there's been some talk about town, I guess. Talk about... Ah, just stuff. I don't know exactly. The river? Are you saying... That we should fish there, or we shouldn't? I mean, it's the biggest river in the area, but... I don't know. I'll go get your food. Alright, let's give you an order. I'm liking this char-grilled crab. I'll take the gumbo. That fish for me. I'll try the gumbo. I got a small side of gumbo. Going full Louisiana, I like it. Man, All right, so your food home. comes. Uh, you guys drinking alcohol or what? Oh, yeah. just some hard lemonade. Waiter kind of cocks his eye at you, like, okay. Yeah, I'll have a beer, I guess. I'll take it, that, Dr. Pepper. I did not think to look up whether or not that exists in Louisiana, so I'm going to say it does. All right, it's cool. on the half of the picture I'm looking at. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll say it does. I did not find that picture yet. All right, cool. All right, so you got your food. You're kind of hanging out there. People are starting to trickle in some. Um, again, it's more of a kind of hip family restaurant than maybe you anticipated based off of the area. Like, again, this area is not like deep by you, and it's still legally a town. Uh, maybe can I ask the bartender if, um, if Mississippi River is no good for fishing? What about the uh, Atchalaya River down there in the National Wildlife Refuge? You hear anything about that? And there's holes all over. Fishing's good where fishing's good. Uh, it's Mississippi's big, so you get big fish there. The off, off, ah, I'm not going to try and pronounce that one. It's, it's also fine, too. Uh, yeah, it's everything's fine, really. It, it, you're just looking to fish, right? Oh, we're looking for something quiet, looking to get away. Yeah, the National Park's probably your best bet, then. The, the Mississippi's the Mississippi, after all. Well, where should we go then for wanting to be quiet? I mean... Oh, it's 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 plenty safe for all y'all here. It's 
Well, it's, it's a fr- it's a friendly town. What have you heard? I haven't heard anything. Not familiar with Southern hospitality, are you, Miss? No, first time been here. I come from up north. If you haven't figured out. So, um, yeah, about that. Um, I mean, we just came out here. Um, we uh, figured that you know, I was far enough away from any sort of metropolis that um, you know we might find some good fishing out here. Uh, what I guess we're kind of worried about is, you know, we don't know about gators and stuff like that. Is is there any place that we want to avoid? Any 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 remote spots that we shouldn't stumble into? Just be safe and don't be putting your nose where your nose doesn't need to be. But nothing here is dangerous necessarily. Don't go like crashing your car off the road into a swamp. But that's just common sense. When you say sticking your nose where your nose doesn't need to be, what well what do you mean by that? People here are friendly, but they value your pri- their privacy like anywhere else. Um, are, are are you looking for something specific? Oh, we're just looking to stay out of trouble, looking to not, uh, you know, um, step Don't on anybody's toes. Don't go trouble, and trouble won't find you. That's typically the way things work around here. Well, let's say we're wading out in a spot that we don't particularly know. We don't want to accidentally, you said people value their privacy. We don't want to end up on anybody's private property. Most are polite enough to shoot off a warning shot before they get too aggressive. See, that's scary. <laughs> That's just how we do things down here. This is indeed your first time in Louisiana. Indeed it is. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, there's got to be some private property around here that we have to avoid, right? Yeah, people are mostly friendly, as long as you're not disturbing them. They, most people are right with it. There's obviously designated fishing areas and campgrounds and whatnot. We're hoping not to run into any other fishermen. Well, I would leave that up to you, but... All right. I do a human intelligence check to see if there's anybody that's kind of around either at the bar or in one of the booths that's maybe listening a little too close to our conversation or... Yeah. Go for it. Can I do one to see if he's trying to send me a message that I'm not picking up on? Six out of 50. Success. You don't pick up on anything. Again, this is a relatively trendy kind of nice restaurant. Like it's also like this is a little bit outside of Livonia too. Like I know, like I, I know on the map you're all looking at, it's, it looks like it's very close. But again, like that convoluted route you had to take to get here is not like that's probably enough to keep like the general locals of Livonia from going to it with any frequency. Yeah, like it's like again, like again, small town wouldn't necessarily leave the town all that often unless they're leaving for good, kind of thing. All right, so um, I think talking to the bartender is a dead end. Um, mm-hmm. so far, so I'm going to finish up what I'm eating and pay. No, I will, before we go, just to keep, like, the theme going on, I won't just stop talking, I'll ask about, uh, like, oh, is there any kind of, like, local uh, events going on this week? I mean, we're going to be down here this weekend, so I was just wondering if, like, any festivals or... No, nah, nothing special at this exact point in time. Okay. You know, sometimes you just, you know, you run into some, you know, I didn't really plan anything, but, you know, sometimes local events just happen. If they happen to be happening, I thought I'd check it out, but if not, that's okay. Uh, Nothing especially noteworthy. Is there any place we can go? uh, Go from here? No uh, unkindness intended, but 
bar or a tavern or something with uh, some live music or some activity a little more lively than the restaurant here? I'll level with you, sir. It's a little bit slim pickings around here. Um, we got churches and we got not much else. How many churches? Yeah, there you, you pass a kind of a general store on your way to the hotel. There's the town hall slash post office slash gas station. Oh, right. and there's the Livonia Police Department. Okay. All right. I'll pay up too. And so, say it's like early evening. You guys leave. Um, not totally pointless, but not like no major leads came out of that. I guess like you got to try some Louisiana food, which is always nice. You're definitely full. <laughs> Well, what do you say we check out the, I don't know, take your pick, general store? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, let's uh, let's start you there, know, I guess. Those kind of places have flyers and stuff, and maybe we might check out the, if they have like a community board or something. Maybe they'll have a sign-up for the cult where you can tear off a little number and call in. <laughs> Join the cult? We're at all yeah. that easily. Five 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 seven three seven. C U L T. Don't think it'll be quite that easy.